Thank you for joining us for Seton Reflections, a podcast brought to you by the National Shrine of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton in Emmonsburg, Maryland. You can read these reflections at setonshrine.org or subscribe to these weekly emails and get them sent directly to your inbox. Before we start this week's episode, we want to share some really exciting news. This month, we are launching our new film series called Seeker to Saint, and our first episode on motherhood is out now. Visit seatandshrine.org to watch it. This week, our episode is called The Visitation and the Gift of Holy Friendship, and is written by Caitlin Sika. For years, I longed for a best friend. It wasn't that I didn't have meaningful friendships growing up. It was just that I never felt as though my friends truly understood the depths of my heart. In many ways, I felt like Anne of Green Gables, dreaming for a bosom friend, an intimate friend, you know, a really kindred spirit to whom I can confide my innermost soul. More specifically, I longed to find my Elizabeth, a friend who loved the Lord, a woman to whom I could entrust my joys and sorrows and would help me make sense of those joys and sorrows in the light of Christ, a companion who would encourage me to live as a daughter of God and to see the world through his eyes. It took 25 years until my Elizabeth entered my world, and it revealed to me the precious gift of holy friendship. The story of the visitation is one of my favorite stories in scripture. Mary has just been told that she will bear the Son of God, despite the fact that she's a virgin. Through an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, Mary is filled with courage and grace and freely gives her yes to God. And yet, in this extraordinary moment, she is so beautifully human, too. She wonders how can this be, and then she leaves immediately to visit her cousin Elizabeth, as she is running away from Nazareth to Judah. But from what is she running? It's important to remember that Mary was engaged to Joseph. The expectation was that the two of them would remain chaste until marriage. A pregnant Mary would suggest to Joseph, and to others, that she had committed the sin of adultery, a sin punishable by death. Understandably, Mary must have felt anxious, unsure, perhaps even afraid, to want to disappear from the prying eyes and gossip of fellow citizens would have been totally understandable. Who would believe what she had been told? Still, there's another reason Mary leaves Nazareth. The angel had just delivered the most incredible news, and to prove that nothing will be impossible for God, a sign is offered. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her who was called barren. And so, Mary travels in haste to her cousin Elizabeth to confirm the sign, perhaps to find sanctuary, and to revel in the joy and goodness that the Lord has bestowed upon them. Upon Mary's arrival, Elizabeth welcomes the young girl into her home. But more importantly, by following the promptings of the Holy Spirit, Elizabeth confirms Mary's identity as a blessed daughter of God and the mother of the Lord, affirming her obedience to God. When she says, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. Elizabeth's joyful reception of her cousin gives way to Mary's song of praise, in which she exalts the Lord for having found favor upon his lowly servant. 
The Feast of the Visitation reminds me once again that everyone ought to have an Elizabeth in his or her life. In his introduction to the devout life, St. Francis de Sales wrote, Love everyone with a deep love based on charity, but form friendships only with those who can share virtuous things with you. The higher the virtues you share and exchange with others, the more perfect your friendship will be. The gift of friendship is something that many of the saints commented on, because at the heart of friendship is a deep-seated truth. God never destined man to be alone. Together, we are called to aid each other on the journey to heaven. Indeed, this is a truth that St. Elizabeth Ann Seton was aware of. In a letter to her dear friend Eliza Sadler, Seton wrote, The longer I live, and the more I reflect on how to value the realities of friendship, the more precious that distinction becomes. Elizabeth and her friends shared their joys and sorrows, grew in virtue together, and cultivated lives of service and charity. It is unsurprising then that out of these virtues was born the Sisters of Charity of St. Joseph, the first congregation of religious women in the United States. While there are many types of friendships, the most important ones lead us closer to God. The friendships that help us hold up a mirror to ourselves, affirm our God-given dignity, and challenge us to become not just a better person, but a better saint, but a saint. To be an Elizabeth is an important task. To find an Elizabeth is a rare blessing from God. May we, like Mary, Elizabeth, and Mother Seton, respond to the promptings of the Holy Spirit with obedience and joy. May we cultivate within ourselves the virtue of charity, so we may accompany our bosom friends to heaven.